Welcome, welcome everybody to Shamai and Kobe Unfiltered. I'm Kobe Watson. That's Adrian Hosenoff. Shamai is not here. We decided to give Morel rested and needed vacation. Right, Adrian? Definitely. He deserves it. Yes, our, our main man Shamai deserves it. So we decided to give him a week off. He's going to get more vacations in the future. But today, it's just us two. So, Adrian, we're going to start this off with some football. Um, do you have something that you would like to say? Oh, yes. I would love something. How about those Steelers? Let's go. Woo! Let me, let me, let me, let me just, let me just. Let me just put this on. It feels great to be a Steelers fan. I mean, finally got a win after two losses. You know, we're now we're now two and two. You know, so I, I'm feeling good. You know, we still have some improvement to do. Um, <clears throat> Big Ben definitely had a better game than usual. He didn't play bad. He still had one fumble. I, I I expect that with our offensive line, if I'm being honest with you. <laughs> but I'm I'm really happy with us. Um, I hope I, Juju got hurt. He's out for the season, so I you know speedy recovery for him. Hope you know hope he comes better than ever last um, next season. So yeah, I, I am really really happy. And Kobe, I'm thank you for letting your promise stand through. You said yes, it's the Steelers yes, one. Yes, oh, yes, 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 yes. I, I, I told you I got you. All right, now let's dive deep into, into it. The Buffalo Bills obliterated the Kansas City Chiefs and Kansas City with a final score of 41 to 20. Josh Allen looks like a front runner MVP. Uh, Adrian, are the Chiefs done? I don't think so. I don't think so yet. I mean, I, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not trying to make excuses, but the weather was insane. Well, there was like an hour delay, and it was just like, the area. yeah. I I definitely do think that the Chiefs do have to start. You know, they they do have to start reevaluating themselves. Like, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say they need to press the panic button, but they do need to evaluate themselves, saying, okay. What are we doing wrong and how can we fix this? How can we do better when it comes to this? Because they are not playing to their fullest potential. We know they can play better. We know Patrick Mahomes can play great. He did not play great. He has six interceptions this season. Five games into five games into the season. He, he had, only had six last year throughout the whole year. Yeah. And now he has six now. He's probably gonna have more throughout the season. So this is not looking like this is not looking like the Patrick Mahomes. Like you said, Kobe, we all have off games. But I, I feel like the Chiefs need to fix this. Because their division is looking very tough. I mean, the Raiders are playing good. The Chargers are, had an amazing game against Cleveland. And even though the Broncos just lost to my Pittsburgh Steelers, they are still playing great. So the Chiefs really need to step up if they want to make it out of their division because their division is great. And I know it's early in the season, but what I'm seeing from those teams so far, I'm liking it. First of all, Josh Allen should be number one in MVP race. That's first and foremost. Yeah. Um, his performance last night was excellent. Throwing the ball, running the ball, 
everything. He even hurt me. Jumping over the fender. But, um, uh, about the Chiefs, um, the Chiefs will, I think it's official, the Chiefs will not be representing the ASC in the Super Bowl this year. Um, the Chiefs defense is trash. I've said this, I've been advocating about this, I've always said this. The Chiefs defense is terrible. Their offense makes up for their terrible defense. And besides Tyron Matthew, what who the hell do they have? They've done nothing. They're bottom last, their bottom half of the league. They're about basically last in the league against the pass. They're almost last in the league against the run. This defense is disgustingly terrible. And I don't think Patrick Mahomes, although we know how great he is, probably arguably the greatest quarterback we've seen for of this generation. Um of this new upcoming generation. Um, he can't, I don't think he can take this team and win them a Super Bowl. If they get to a Super Bowl, they're going to lose again. I'm sorry. They're just, they're going to lose again. They got absolutely obliterated and embarrassed in their home stadium. A lot of teams, you know, a lot of teams can't go in the arrowhead and blow out the Chiefs like the Bills did last night. Yeah. And Doss, they let Dawson Knox. Thank God for Dawson Knox, everybody. Hold up. I need to take a prayer. I need to I need to take a pause here. Because we need to celebrate Dawson Knox and what he did last night for my fantasy team. <laughs> he saved me, Adrian. Adrian, do you know what he did last night? Adrian, I was projected to lose this weekend. I was projected oh. to lose. I was down. Adrian, it looked like it was cleaners for your boy. And then Dustin Knox happened. He got me 42 points. 42! 42! Hey, hey, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I didn't have to worry about that Sunday night game because right one the score for my fantasy game right now, 125.6 to 72. To 72. Adrian, Adrian, he got me 42. 42. Adrian, that put me up 20. I'm Protected to win the week now. It's over. <laughs> yeah, but I'm, um, no. guess what, Adrian? You know what the greatest thing about it? I'm undefeated in my league. I'm five to zero. I'm still undefeated. You already know the champ is back. Yes, sir. <laughs> well, but, you know, to, to add on to add on to your point too. I mean, I I do think like. <clears throat> People don't realize when you when we talk about the Patriots winning the Super Bowls, people seem to forget the Patriots had good defenses. We had excellent defenses. We, you guys had excellent, even even like 2007 season. You guys lost the Super Bowl, but you guys had a great defense. So I mean, you can't look at like the saying is defense wins championships. You're a hundred percent right. It, you can't have just a great offense. You need a great defense to balance that offense. Because you, you, need, you only you play can't one side of the on ball. Patrick Mahomes and Tyree Kill to outscore the opposing team. You need to hold that opposing team to to a good amount. Right, and you need a great defense because you got to get those offensive guys and vice versa a break. You know, exactly. look at look at Tampa Bay. Look at Tampa Bay. I'm using them as an example. When they had Jameis Winston as their quarterback, their defense was ranked in the bottom half of the league for the, almost the entire year. Why? Because they were always out on the field. They had they were they had no break. They get Tom Brady. Now the defense is elite. Yeah, that, now yeah. the defense is elite and flourishing because they get those breaks because Tom Brady's not always having them on the field. 
And yeah. that's the thing. The defense is so bad in Kansas City. Patrick Mahomes and that offense is always on the field, and they have to work some magic to try to save their to bail out their defense. Yeah. And that and and also let's not let's not let's not take away anything from the Buffalo Bills' defense because they have been playing this season. I am thoroughly impressed with their defense. I always knew they had a, a great defense, but like they were able to hold Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs to 20 points in their home stadium in Arrowhead. Wow, putting up 41. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Like, I know Buffalo um, blew out the, uh, the, the Texans, the Texans and Miami. Those two teams are struggling right now. But you talk about the Chiefs. They beat the Chiefs by tw- 21 points. That's extremely hard. In, in Arrowhead. It's very hard to do in Arrowhead, especially in Arrowhead. And um, I feel like Buffalo, they're used to horrible weather conditions. That's why, that's why <laughs> they're used to that. Definitely hard. Um, let's switch gears to another team. Um, the Dallas Cowboys won their game against the Giants by a lot. They actually killed the Giants, but the Giants suffered a lot of injuries in that game. They lost Saquon, Daniel Jones, two of, two, two of their, <laughs> two of their um, top receivers, and Kenny Galladay, and um, I forgot the other guy's name. Sorry. And a couple of offensive line. They lost seven starters on their offense in um, that game against the Cowboys. Uh, Adrian, are the Cowboys a Super Bowl contender can they win it can they win it all and rep the nsc can they rep the nsc in the super bowl or is it just the same old cowboys we know and love what can go wrong will go wrong i mean they've been playing great so far not to take away anything from the dallas cowboys not to take anything away but i don't think they should be making such ruckus i mean y'all lost against a broken down giants team Broken down. Y'all still great. Y'all still good this season. Don't get me wrong. (laughs) Don't get me wrong. But let's not forget something here. Let's not forget something. There are still so many great contending teams in the NFC. Do I do 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 you think that Kobe? Do you think the Cowboys are going to beat the Cardinals, the Packers, the Bucks? But even the Rams, do you think they're going to beat the Rams? No, they're not going to beat the Rams. They're not going to beat the Rams. They're not. Uh, the Cowboys are a good team, but I don't see them making a pass. I don't see them making a pass the divisional. You know what? I don't even think they're going to get past the wild card. I don't think they're going to get past the first round. Because, Kobe, like you and I have been saying for the longest time, what can go wrong will go wrong with the Dallas Cowboys. And they've been playing great not to take anything away from Dak Prescott, from Ezekiel Elliott, from CeeDee Lamb, from Amari Cooper. But come on. There are so many great teams in the NFC. I don't see them beating any one of those teams. Um, are they Super Bowl contenders? Yes. <laughs> They are. They're playing great. Do I think they'll get this Super Bowl? No. <laughs> um, the Cowboys are playing great. Uh, not to take anything away from them, but um, 
I'm sorry, they really had an easy schedule. There's nobody challenging that they could have that really intrigued me besides the Buccaneers week one. The yeah. Chargers, we didn't know what they really were. They just started really getting high. I mean, okay, you beat the Chargers, but they only beat them by three or two points. Um, yeah. Don't, the sleep Giants, don't sleep on the Chargers this year. Yeah, I'm not. But at the time, nobody thought the Chargers were going to be, you know, what they are now. Um, they beat the Giants. I mean, it's the Giants. They beat Philly. Okay. That's good. So. <laughs> okay, and who else did they beat? Um, Tampa, Philly, Giants, Giants, Chargers. Oh, yeah, they beat the Panthers. Panthers. I mean, the Panthers just lost to the Eagles, so. I don't know. I don't know if Skywest fans can really say, oh, yeah, we beat the Panthers. They just lost to the Eagles. (laughs) But, yeah, I mean, I'm not saying the Cowboys aren't good. So I don't get hate from Cowboys fans. Oh, yeah, I'm not saying they aren't good yeah, either. I just don't think they're, they're going to make think, it to the Super Bowl. But. Yeah, I don't think they're going to make it to the Super Bowl because are we forgetting about the Bucks? Yeah, they almost beat the Bucks, But when have the Bucks lost to a team twice? They got whooped by the Saints the first game, right? Then what happened when they saw them again? They got whooped by them again in the regular season, and then they beat yeah. them in the playoffs. Exactly. So I don't see – I don't see – the Cowboys getting that close to beating the Bucks again. I don't. I don't see them beating Green Bay. So I, I just they're a good team this year. They're heck, I can even say a great team this year. Great offense, the great defense. Their defense did approve a lot. It improved a lot. Trayvon I like Diggs what Dan uh, yep, I, like I like what Dan Quinn has brought to their defense. And let's not let's not let's not try to diss our boy Trevon Diggs. Six Sorry. interceptions in the first five games. Did I get that right? Six interceptions. Mm-hmm. That's insane. That is insane. And uh, I think I saw the story how when Nick when he was in Alabama, set seven interceptions, seven interceptions in the first five games. I remember I heard a story that Nick Saban switched him to wider, switched him from wide receiver to cornerback, and he cried. And then um, Zafon Diggs said, "Hey, we got work to do." Now look what he's doing. It, it, it's I can I applaud the Cowboys for the work they put in the offseason when it came to their defense. Right. Because that was one of my big question marks when it when it came to last season. Is their defense going to hold up? They have a, a they have a great offense, one of the best wide receiver cores, and I and I agree with Sermai on that. They have a great wide receiver core. They definitely do. And they have a great running game. But how is their defense going to complement that? And they have the season. So I do I do I do see them making it to the divisional round. I do see them I do see them getting pretty far, but if they beat meet a team like Green Bay, Arizona, Tampa, LA, I don't I don't see them. I don't see them winning. I don't see them beating either any of yeah, those. Yeah, it'd be a pretty close either. game, especially Arizona. Especially not Arizona. Oh, Arizona's on a roll. Yeah, they I don't think they're going to beat Arizona at all. Um, I agree with you. Like I said, um, are they Super Bowl contenders? Yes, but do I think they're going to make it and win the and win the Super Bowl? No, I don't think they're going to make it or win the Super or better yet, win the Super Bowl. Like you said, there's just too many contenders, and um. 
in the NFC. There's Arizona, there's Los Angeles, um, Green Bay, Tampa, and Tampa. There's a lot of, um, you know, factors that are, sorry, there's a lot of factors that, you know, come into winning a Super Bowl in the NFL, you know, a lot of luck and, you know, time and place. And you can have off, teams can have off days, you know. We've seen a bunch of upsets in um, playoffs before. So it's nothing normal. It's nothing new, you know. Um, Whatchamacallit. Where will we at? Uh, what's next? Oh, right. Uh, some more football. Uh, speaking, we're going to continue to stay with football. Um, speaking of football, uh, I want to talk about the Cardinals. Are the, do you think the Cardinals, do you think this Cardinals team is legit? Yes, no? Yes, yes. Oh, man, I, I think they're legit. They have been playing great this season. I mean, they I, I, I had high praise for the Rams. They beat the Rams. And I and I just their team is looking great. DeAndre Hopkins really helping my fantasy team so far. So, you know, really appreciate that brother helping me. But I really they are contenders. I mean, they are in a tough division. Yes, the Seahawks lost Geno. They no, they didn't they now Geno Smith is their starter. <laughs> But they, they lost Russell Wilson to a finger injury. And he's going to be out to six to eight weeks, I believe. That's about Gino, a month. You know, Gino almost brought them back against the Rams. I'm not going to yeah, he yeah Oh, yeah, he did. And, I mean, I just – they're in a tough division. Mm-hmm. And I really do think that they are contenders. I mean, Kyler is having a MVP season. Do I think he's going to win over – do I think he's going to win over Josh Allen? Probably no. not. But they are contenders, and I can't. And they're going to go far. I'm calling it here. Mm. How far do you see them getting? I say divisional. I don't. I don't know. Like here's the thing. I don't know if. I don't know if they're going to make it past the Bucks. I don't know if they're going to make it past the Packers. So I'll say divisional because they're probably going to meet one of the two teams. Um, I definitely could. This team, this Cardinals team, is definitely a team I could see representing the NFC in the Super Bowl. I mean, when you look at all the pieces to this Cardinals team, there is really no holes. They have, they have a good off. They have a good offense, complemented with a good defense. Um, you have one of the best receivers in the league. You could arguably make you can make the argument that he is the best receiver in the league, in DeAndre Hopkins, and not. And not to, you know, forget, and a lot of people forgot about this guy, but I think a lot of people forgot how good A.J. Green really is. Like, oh, yeah. Especially it's from the injured game. most of the time. He's injured. Yeah, he was injured a lot of the times up there. And I think a lot of people forgot how good age of a player A.J. Green is. They also have this guy, Kirk. Um, their running game is good. You know, you have a dual-threat quarterback who can not only move the chains with his feet, but he can launch the ball like a good 60-plus yards. And then, now, like, defense, like, like what we all said before when it came to Kyler Murray, Kyler, like, Kyler, not to say Kyler Murray is better than him, but Kyler Murray is what we expected from Lamar Jackson. And Kyler Murray, and back to the Cardinals, um, their defense, you have Chandler Jones, Buda Baker, Isaiah Simmons, you have all these guys. You know, you got they watch down in there with him. You know, you have all these complimentary pieces to – this this team 
And not only that, they're still undefeated in a very tough division with Los Angeles, San Francisco, and Seattle. Even though Seattle just lost Russell Wilson for two months, you know, Seattle is still, whatchamacallit, Seattle is still there. They, it's still yeah. Seattle. They're still a tough team to beat, you know, yeah. and they're doing it in the NFC. You know, they but they basically beaten everybody they played, and it's just a, they're just a amazing team to watch. They're a very fun team to watch. They are yeah. definitely legit to me. I definitely could see them rep. I definitely could see them in the Super Bowl this um coming year. All right, we're about to switch our gears to um some basketball. Um, which basketball oh there's a lot going on in basketball man there's a lot going on um let's start off with the uh new vaccine mandates in uh several states well technically two states but um the but uh the cities of new york san francisco and los angeles all require all have vaccine mandates which basically means that to be in an indoor area with a large group of people, you have to be vaccinated. Um, let's talk about let's talk about that real quick. Um, Adrian, how do you feel about this vaccine mandate for players in the the NBA? Because as we've seen, guys could potentially miss a lot of games. Yeah. Due to this vaccine mandate. So, yeah. like, do you, do you think there's something the NBA could do about this, or do they just have to follow the rules and just go with the flow? I think the NBA might just have to follow the rules on this one. I mean, we're talking about a yes, the NBA has a lot of pull, but we're talking about states here. We're talking about states, and that's right. going to be really hard to do. And I mean. We're talking about two major cities where there's a lot of teams that this affects. I mean, you got the Brooklyn Nets. We already know the Kyrie situation. We're going to get that more when Shamai comes back from his vacation. But I'm just going to get a little into that here. People are all saying Nets and Lakers in the finals, right? Kyrie's not going to be able to play in that finals unless they do an outdoor game. <laughs> they're not going to be able They're not gonna be able to play unless they go blacktop style for the NBA finals. So, I mean... He's not going to be able to play because you got L.A., then you got New York. Those are the two the two cities, right? So Two to three. I, I, two to two, three. San, Fran yeah. San Francisco is also one. So Warriors yeah. games, too. So I don't – this is going to be tough for certain teams like the Nets, but I like what Steve, Steve Nass said, how we're just going to have to make do without him on away games. I like how he's not. I like how he's not the nine. That Kyrie's a big part of that team because he is. But he's also saying now he is. He is confident in his team to win the games. Because let's be honest, Kyrie didn't play a lot last season either, mm -hmm. and they made and they made do without him too. Um, but I, yeah. Oh no! Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, no, I was just gonna say it definitely does affect some teams, but I am interested to see how the season plays out. Um. I agree with you 100%. The NBA is just really going to have to ride the wave here and just, you know, do what they can. Um, like you said, we'll get into the Kyrie situation when Shamaya gets back from break. But, um, you know, a lot of this could really potentially, you know, mess up a lot of things in the league, you know, especially when it comes to like playoff series and guys 
and uh, certain things because, you know, there's a lot of people in the NBA who, you know, don't want the vaccine or have yet to take the vaccine. I look at Jalen Brown. He just got put out for COVID. Um, he's quarantining right now. So he'll be ready for the uh, beginning of the season. But still, for guys yeah. who do get COVID, you know, they got to quarantine. Say somebody gets COVID around playoff time, an important playoff series, and they got to quarantine for that series. That could really change a series, you know. Yeah. And with, like, the Kyrie situation, like you said, if the Nets and the Lakers are to make the finals and he's not vaccinated, he can't play in that, in that series. That's a whole seven-game series without him, potentially a whole seven-game series without um Kyrie. You have to go an entire series without Kyrie. And um, you know, that could be tough. Top. Black top. Unless, yeah, unless, <laughs> unless they go outside. Unless they go outside and, you know, they uh have some type of event that way. But, like, means that, you know, this could really, uh you know, mess up a lot of things for this upcoming NBA season. And I'm very excited for this upcoming NBA season. But uh let's, man, we don't know. We yeah. really don't know well, what could happen. I mean, you also have to look out for certain teams now because if players are sitting out, like you said, that can change a whole series. So you're going to have to look out for teams that people may have been sleeping on. And then you're going to have to look out for the Nuggets, you know, going to have to look out for, can't believe I'm saying these words, but for Utah Jazz, you know, you're going to have to look out for these certain teams because you don't know how things are going to turn out because of all these mandates in, in these two big cities. So I, I am really just interested on to see how the season plays out and how certain teams deal with losing key players. Right. Uh, this season is really going to be a good season, but, you know, we want everybody to be healthy and ready for this season. Uh, we don't want to see a lot of we don't want to see a lot of guys, you know, sitting out because, you know, they don't want to get the vaccine and they can't play in certain games, you know, or and it's just it's just crazy. You know, like like I said, you know, both all all five teams have 41 home games each you know and if you think about it Kyrie's not only if Kyrie doesn't take the vaccine and he has to miss all the next home games you also got to remember he can't play the two games in L he can't play the four games the um not the four games the two games in LA the one game in um Golden State and he can't play the potential four games against the, against the Knicks because the Knicks are yeah. also in New York. He can't travel. He wouldn't be able to travel against the Knicks. And he can't play at home. So he, he wouldn't be able to play the Knicks. That's that's about a total of what seven extra games that he would miss on top of those, on top of that um 41 games. If there is if this is an 82 game season, on top of that 41 games that he could potentially miss. So, yeah. so and I'm, just, I'm just gonna point this out real quick with teams uh you know, getting, you know, might be missing it. Kobe already knows it's coming. You're going to have to look out for my team, you know. The team with the future Hall of Famers, Shy, and my boy, Josh. The OKC Thunder. We're going to get OKC versus the Nets in the finals. And you already know, gentlemen, sweet. I'll give Brooklyn one game. One game. Oh, yeah. 
Jamiah's gonna hate me when he sees this video. Ah, <laughs> oh, with gentlemen sweeping the nets, you, 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 you the nets. You hear it from me. Y'all call me crazy, but y'all see, y'all see. <laughs> and we go, we go against the Lakers in the Western Conference Finals, seven games, right? Seven games. I don't know what to say to you. <laughs> but, I get um, that a lot. I get that a lot. One of the greatest returns in sports history. Tom Brady back in New England. I'm not going to be thinking about 20 years of history. If they know anything about me, they're going to know that I'm going out there to try to win the football game. And he is in the history books. The all-time career passing leader. Throws it. Caught by Henry at the two for a Patriots touchdown. At halftime, Tampa Bay trails New England. Where you go back and forth with the greatest of all time. Pretty damn impressive. Tampa Bay is taking the lead. And now Nick Folk will come out. Oh, the no. Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I go to Lee Foxborough with a win. Sorry, we got to go back to football real quick. Because, you know, we did end up missing in a very important game. Uh, the Patriots versus the Buccaneers. Um, the Bucs beat the Patriots 19-17 to in a very ugly, um, hard-fought game in the rain. Um, Patriots quarterback Mac Jones put on an absolute show, also completing um, 19 straight passes on a drive. Um, and also, it was the return of Wells, the GOAT, Tom Brady, to the house that he built. Um, we did not see Tom Brady play the way we all thought he would play, but he played well enough, you know, to get the job done. Adrian, do you think this game was more about Bill Belichick and Mac Jones and the future that they have, or was it more about Brady come back to um Foxborough? Well, I mean, all all the hype was to Oh yeah, and he also broke the passing record during this game. Yeah, Sorry. That and I have to be honest, that, that series of event with Penn breaking the pass records was very confusing. <laughs> like he broke it and they're like he didn't get it. Oh wait, no, he did get it. He got a couple extra yards. I'm like, okay, good for him, you know? No, it was <laughs> Congrats to him, and I, I felt bad for Drew Brees. You just saw they just had a zoom in on his face. <laughs> you can see the disappointment. But I, I thought Drew Brees was going to come out retirement right there. He's going to run into the locker room and play quarterback for the for for the Patriots. But um, I, the, all the hype was to Brady returning. But going out the game, I definitely was impressed with Mac Jones a lot. Like, I mean, we have to give that brother props. He was amazing in that game. It's – I'm definitely I'm definitely kind of – when it comes to the Patriots' future, Kobe, you and I have said this before, but Belichick has to trust him. Definitely does. We could, we could be having a completely different conversation right now if they went for it on the fourth and three. Definitely. Because I, I honestly think they complete that fourth and three, especially with um, – especially with the uh, defense of the Bucks being so decimated, especially in the secondary. They lost um, two of their starting corners in the same game. Uh, Antoine Winfield, their starting safety, he didn't even play. They just signed Richard Sherman a few days before the game, and he was out there. He looked good, but, you know, they were still decimated. And, you know, especially in the – I was really surprised that Belichick opted to kick the field goal 
from that far in those conditions, especially in those conditions, you know, it's windy, it's raining heavily. I honestly knew the kick was not going to go in. He, like you, like you said, he should, you got to trust Mac Jones, but he was playing amazing. He, he was playing amazing up until the, you know, the batted ball, that batted ball. And even after that batted ball, he was still playing amazing. You got to let him go for that on fourth and three yeah. on that stage in that big of a game. You have to let him go for that. So I'm really, so I'm really disappointed in um, that game from Belichick. Um, Brady, I didn't expect him to play that like that. I mean, he played okay, but it wasn't really as good as I thought it would be. You know what I mean? So I do have to say, you can tell Brady was having fun out there. I think it was just a nostalgia for him. Yeah, just him being back, you know, being back in Foxborough where he built that house. It was just nice seeing him back, you know. But And I just – the defense was great that game. But let's be honest, the weather conditions was not great. Let's be honest. We would have played. But I think Brady would have played a lot better if that was like. Oh yeah, if it was a clear day. It clear was day, clear, I definitely clear think he night. plays a lot better too. Definitely. But I don't think know what Belichick was thinking for a sixty-yard, like you said, for a sixty-yard, sixty-plus yarder field goal in a rain in a storm like that. That I don't think he should have went for it. But uh, hey, man, it happens. Mac Jones still played great. We saw him take a nice comeback W against the Houston Texans. Um, so, yeah, I still think Mac Jones has a future. He looks amazing. He's looking good this season. And, uh, yeah. Um, well, let's wrap it up here. You know, got a lot of, um, got a lot of uh, things to, to, you know, go over and watch this week. Um, a lot of good games. Um, NBA preseason still around, so we're so close to opening day of the NBA. Oh my God, get that out of the camera. Anyways, you know, let's wrap it up there. Um, thanks everybody for watching. You know, it's been Shamai and Kobe's Unfiltered. I'm Kobe Washington, Adrian Hosenoff. We're signing off. Adrian, I'll see you in the. I'll see you next week, my brother. See you next week. And just to let you guys know, we will have the host. With the most, Mr. Shamai Cook back on the set. The number one Utah Jazz fan in the world. Shamai Cook next week. The number one jazz fan in the world. The number one jazz fan in the world. He's not a Nets fan. He's not a Knicks fan. He's a jazz fan. He's a jazz fan. He's a jazz fan. But yes, sir, Shamai will be back next week. Um we will see all you guys next week. Adrian, have a nice rest of your week. See you, you next week, my brother. See you next week.